Um, all right, but um, speaking of silly, hello, films. Oh, the um, silliest of all the media. Yeah, the, <laughs> they are quite stupid, aren't they? Yeah, they can be. I've uh, seen uh, Dumb well, and Dumber Two, and I went. I'm not watching that anymore. I've seen all the Wayne's Brother films, and I wish I didn't. You are a fool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what's the silliest medium in this house. Uh, all right. Anyway, yes. Take I, us to school, Simon. Sorry? Take us to school. Okie dokie. Well, um, uh, not allowed to anymore after that injunction. Um, so, uh, yeah, I have been to see a film or two. Uh, it's film festival, obviously. I was on, on Friday on Oscar's show and pontificated about a bunch of films. Uh, well, I say pontificated. I talked very loudly very fastly until mm-hmm. I had to go um, but <laughs> I've also been out. to see some weekly releases and there was three this week and I haven't seen the smallest of the lot Jasper Jones because I made a balls up and I didn't. I got the time wrong so uh, I will see that this week and try and catch up with it next week um, I also saw Annabelle Creation which is the prequel to the spin-off to the sequel to The Conjuring I like The Conjuring sorry I liked The Conjuring I haven't seen it okay. I um, before I was a film I like horror films but for some reason I always stall when it comes to going to see them I think it's basically because I'm a bit of a wuss Um, although weirdly um, I think now in retrospect having made to go and see these films I think I could cope with a lot of them because Annabelle Creation if this is indicative of the rest of uh, the franchise then it's not great set in the 1950s demonic spirit haunts a lonely homestead where six girls and a nun have been said to stay temporarily the owners have a dark secret and a creepy doll and much horror ensues uh, it's. I mean, the critics have been very positive towards this one. Personally speaking, I thought it was quite dull. I was drifting off quite a bit during it. There's nice quiet moments, nice creepy moments, but it keeps undermining itself with those tedious jump scares, one of which is the most pointless jump scares I've ever seen. Um, if you can't figure out what's happening, you're really not trying. The demon's not scary. The doll doesn't actually do anything when you think about it. And <laughs> the evil is explained, but not satisfactorily. So, um, it's, you know, it's just all a bit dull so um yeah and the thing i'll take away from it was that it was quite fun being with that audience because it was a lot of sort of impressionable teenagers i think who you know probably haven't seen a lot of horror movies mm. and so you know they were sort of like oh oh god what's gonna happen what's gonna happen and you know that was that was kind of fun that was kind of nice but um, uh, um you know but partly part of me did want to slap them and sit them down in front of like eyes without face or the haunting or something but anyway you don't like jump skiers eh no, I just find them. You, I just find them annoying because it's, it's, it's like the thing with these ones is is that they go because they've got the paranormal element, the the hellish demonic element. It's kind of like they can do random scares, and that's fine if you're watching. Like oh, recently, I watched the the franchise, the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, and you thought, well, they may be rubbish. But the imagination going on is... My problem with these ones is is that they don't build up that sense of, of dread. So you're not... You're only reacting because they do a loud noise. And you can't help but react to that. But it's like if someone slams a, slams a door behind you or, you know, walks up behind you or whatever. And he goes, boo. But... This is, I mean, it, it's just, so it's just a bit lazy, it's, and, it, and it's kind of indicative of the way the, they try to explain the demon, and they sort of explain it, but they don't really explain it. It's, it's like, oh, it just, uh, you know, when you pick a part with this end, it went, oh, it just turned up. Yeah. You yeah, know, and that's kind of like all the scares, and that's, that's a bit annoying, you know. And as I say, there was nice creepy moments in the quiet moments, it was like you don't need to just amp up the sound every time you do this, so, you know, it's just, 
annoying. Yeah, well, Conjuring's great. Go, the original one's good. All oh, right, okay, I'll take your word for it. I mean, it's that's directed by James Wan, isn't it? Who did the original Saw movie, which mm. was a very good movie. I know it's now popular to take the mick out of, to say I Saw's a bit rubbish, but it's not. It's very good. Anyway, I uh, also saw Valerian and the City of please a Thousand Planets. Please say it's good. Please say it's good. Um, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> So, uh, this is a new film by Luc Besson, uh, director of Leon the Professional, and oh. Lucy, and uh, La Femme Nikita, and Ooh. most crucially, The Fifth Element. Uh. So it's uh, based on a uh, graphic novel, uh, oh, I hate that phrase, it's based, it's, look, it's based on a comic for God's sake. Um, uh, <laughs> Valerian and Laureline, played by Dane DeHaan and Cara Delevingne, are agents in space, yes. uh, tasked with getting hold of a very rare creature from a planet that has recently been destroyed. Uh, planet called Mule. Um, <laughs> so, um, add to that the fact that once they're back at their home of Alpha, which is a space station, which is effectively a huge city inhabited by millions of aliens, it's, it is the city of a thousand planets. Um, uh, they get, um, oh god, uh, aliens from, uh, from around the galaxy. Their commanding officer, played by Clive Owen, uh, is kidnapped by some of the uh, last remaining aliens from said destroyed planet. And uh, so Valerian and Laureline have to find him, but they also at the same time have to get to the source of this toxic th uh, anomaly that's uh, killing their city, killing Alpha, uh, and they've got to do it in a certain amount of time, otherwise everyone will die. Um, or will they? So it's uh, new film, yeah, as I say, new film by Luc Besson owes a lot to uh, Fifth Element, although interestingly apparently um, uh, the Fifth Element owes a lot to the original source material of this, which is Valerian and Laureline. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest Luke Besson fan. I mean, when I picked apart, it's kind of like Sam Raimi. If I pick him apart, actually, I really only like a couple of his films. I don't really like La Femme Nikita. I was disappointed by that. His first film, La, La, The Last Battle, was pretty rubbish. Um, the only ones I've ever liked is Leon and The Fifth Element. I mean, I do like The Fifth, Fifth Element. Fifth Element's really amazing. Fun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I even like Chris Tucker in that one. I know that's not a popular few, but I d don't find it particularly annoying. Um, He's playing the role he was supposed to play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quite here squeaky amazing. voiced annoying man um uh, yeah and it's it's got a lot of the Luc Besson ticks it's got that aesthetic which is somewhere between sleek and tacky um which is intentionally so it's an interesting aesthetic and stuff and it's a lot of special effects and surface because he does come out of that French cinema movement cinema to look um and yeah, I was not that impressed by it, I have to say. Uh, I thought it was, um, I thought, again, like Annabelle, I just thought it was quite dull. It was a lot of a lot of CGI that didn't have a lot of weight to it. I mean, there's a lot of money been thrown at this, and yet at the same time, one of the things that popped into my head when I was watching all the CGI was a comment um, I heard made about uh, the, the creature effect in Avatar. I said it was a bit too designy. You know, it looked like it was designed out of out of existence, it, and I don't, I can't quite explain what I mean by that. But you go and watch the film, and you realise it just doesn't. It, it feels too. It doesn't feel real enough, you know. And I don't want to be down on uh, um, special effects CGI artists because they they do an amazing job. But this one, it's kind of like it jumped the gun. So and when there's so much of this CGI on, it it becomes problematic. Um, Dane DeHaan, uh, well, Cara Delevingne, um, she's. Uh, Better than expected. Dane DeHaan is one of the, is very annoying in the main role of Valerian. Um, he's got this irritating surfer dude 
voice that just doesn't uh, that that got on my nerves. It served to do voice and attitude, which I I couldn't gel with. And but that's all that's all kind of immaterial because when you watched it, you it, it was just as soon as they opened their mouths and and the script came out, you went, oh, I don't care now. And you know, scripts full full of these apparent zingers and none of them work. I mean, it's one of the it's it's one of the most clunky scripts I've heard in a long time. And it just goes on and on from level to level to level and just sort of think, yeah, you know, it's going to be here for the best part of two and a half hours. Can we get on with it, please? Ethan Hawke turns up uh, as, a, as a sort of space pimp, which I thought was quite, which I quite enjoyed. Um, and it's not totally without, it's not totally without merit. I mean, the, the you have to applaud the amount that, of, of effort that's clearly gone into it. I mean, Luke Besson is obviously, he really wants to give you a good ride. It's just, he's missed the ball. And so for me, it's just missed the ball on... on Hugely biggest, uh, most expensive independent yes, film yeah. of all time. Which I think previously that was uh, Cloud Atlas was the oh, yeah. which I thought was a very good film. Um, this, is, this sadly isn't. Yeah, crowd and source. it's taken a bath as well. I think at the box office. I don't think it's done great. Oh no, I yeah. think I think they recouped it in China. So they were they're 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 safe. All I've seen so far is ninety million at the box office um, as of yes two days ago. Yeah, I'm yeah. T- take, take the Wikipedia box office one with a. No, 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 no. I didn't. No, I didn't just look at the oh, Wikipedia. Okay. I, I, I followed the. I followed the links. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, and, I've done uh, the research. <laughs> I've done the research, and apparently they need to make about four hundred fifty million dollars to break even. Oh, so um, they're screwed. Yeah. Um, um, how, was, how was Hubie Hancock? Sorry. Hubie Hancock was in the film. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sweet. <laughs> He's a very famous and brilliant jazz musician. I don't know anything about jazz. No, you don't know anything about jazz. No. Oh, yeah. I don't like. I don't jazz. like jazz. It doesn't. Do, I hate jazz. Out. Out. <laughs> this is jazz FM. Did you not know? I went to. I went to a jazz night once, and I. No. No. Never again. Um, so yeah, disappointing in the end. Um, and I say disappointing because I do hold out hope for Luke Besson every time I watch one of his movies. I think this might be Leon. It might be the Fifth Element. But. All right, quickly, quickly, film feast. Uh, quickly, so I did go. So a uh, screener I watched. Uh, one screening was yesterday. There's another screening on the 28th of this particular film. It's a documentary called Rumble: The Indians Who Rock the World. Uh, it's a story of uh, it's a story of the Native American influence on rock. It's a really interesting film. Very well done. Uh, directed by Catherine Bainbridge, co-directed by Alfonso Majorana. Has talking heads including Martin Scorsese, Taj Mahal, slash Iggy Pop, and Robbie Robertson, amongst many others. There's a pretty much a galaxy of stars, and tells the story of how um, with almost completely unacknowledged Native Americans have uh, had a huge huge influence on uh, rock music not just in terms of like the individual musicians who've been in bands and whatnot and influence with their episodes, but um, <laughs> what? did you just speak English? Then? Yeah, I did. I'm, tra- I'm trying to. You're, t- you're trying to wrap me up, so I'm, I'm trying to go as quickly as I can. Um, and uh, <laughs> and and there was a thing. Um, no, there's. Uh, so what else there is is um, it's not just that, but it's also stuff that went on in the past during the the basically the the white man's destruction of the Native American nations that weirdly in a roundabout way ended up feeding in to later music uh, in a curious way with African Americans so there's a huge Native American uh, uh, influence on the blues and jazz um, uh, I still jazz. don't listen st- yeah, still I don't listen to it um, and, <laughs> um, but it also feeds through to individual artists such as Howlin' Wolf and Jimi Hendrix and even through to like it's touching on punk and heavy metal and proper rock and roll particularly Link Ray with his song Rumble which um, it was interestingly as I say was the only instrumental purely instrumental song to be banned because they thought it would incite teen violence. So, 
Um, it's really well put together. It's very interesting. Uh, it's maybe a bit too lovey in places, but with the celebrities. But uh, on the whole, I really liked it, and it's definitely well worth going to see. It's on on the 28th at Rialto, I think. Uh, 2.15. Double check which venue it's on at, because I, I may have got that one wrong. But uh, definitely go and see that one. Go and check that one out. And that's, that's film of the week, because the other one, otherwise, it's just... You know, between Valerian and Annabelle, it's what is the least bad clattering slag wagon. So. <laughs> Which one was it? Uh, probably Annabelle was. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, you're a horrible man. Uh, all right, <laughs> well, it might have been Jasper Jones, but I, I screwed up. I didn't go and see that one. So. All right, all right. Well, there's always next week. Yeah. All right, thank you so much for that, Simon. Always a pleasure. Will you be on um, again this week? Yeah, it looks like I'm on again on Friday at 6 o'clock on yeah. the show. And, and no doubt it will be the next week as well. Yes, yeah. 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 So, so I'll be... I'll the be length of the film fest. ...covering that sort of stuff. Uh, so this afternoon I'm going to go and see the new Michael Haneke film, Happy End, at 1.45. If you've got the time, I urge you all to go and see that because Michael Haneke is one of the modern masters and you should definitely go and see anything he's got to do. All right, thank you so much for that, Simon. Good to see you as always. See you yes. again next week. Let's play some music. Up.